feed on Michigan Business Network. Joe Mosier sending in for Chris Holman on the road, well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. This time around, I'm uh, reaching out to the Lansing area and Taylor Gast, Associate Business Tax Cyber Law Lawyer for Foster Swift Collins and Smith Attorneys, PC out of Lansing, Michigan, but Foster Swift also has their other branches in Southfield, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Holland, St. Joseph's, Michigan. Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, Taylor. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Excellent. And one of the big things in the the business scene is the current round of PPP loans, or even wondering exactly if you've been following the rules correctly for the first round. And I imagine that Foster Swift is a group that uh, can lend some assistance in navigating the questions that a business might have. So how are the uh, current PPP borrowers affected by the recent federal stimulus legislation? Yeah, absolutely. So we at Foss and kind of working through the Paycheck Protection Program and, and related rules for really months now. I think I was uh, I was on the program here back in, in the spring talking about, you know, this brand new program coming out and that was a, a really potentially beneficial benefit, uh, you know, an, an opportunity for for our business clients and, and businesses out there and other organizations. And and so now we have uh, a number of businesses and other organizations that have the loan, and we have this recent stimulus package. And they should know that uh, that this the stimulus legislation kind of makes the rules a little more uh, forgiving, really. Um, if they have not applied for loan forgiveness, for example, uh, there are a number of additional expenses that can be included in their uh, in their forgivable kind of calculation to make sure that they receive hopefully full forgiveness on that loan. Um, and there's also going to be, we don't quite have uh, fully fleshed out information on this quite yet, but we're waiting on information from the SBA about um, an ability to request an additional amount added on to your first uh, round loan. Um, and so for instance, there were uh, a variety of uh, changes to the rules uh, of this program. And so some borrowers came to find that they could have applied for more or they were taking a cautious path and maybe gave their loan back. Um, and the SBA is going to kind of provide some guidance in the very near future here uh, as to how you can either request an additional amount or request that amount you know, back that you gave if that is allowed. Excellent. Well, it comes to mind what new opportunities are available uh, from the recent legislation with this second round of uh, PPP loans. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the first piece there was, you know, if you already had one, but the the really kind of probably the big headline is, you know, if you are, whether you already had one or not, how do I get another? Uh, because that's, that's, that's really the, the big benefit here. And so whether you've ha- received a PPP loan or not, uh, you know, as a business or uh, some nonprofits and other organizations, um, you very well may be able to apply for a second loan. Um, or if you didn't receive one in the first round, you can apply for the first time. And so if you, uh, if you have not received a loan, for example, uh, you should probably know that this is, it's a loan, you know, it's forgivable. It's typically calculated at, at about two and a half of uh, your average monthly payroll costs, unless you're in a uh, food service, hospitality type of industry, in which case it may be even more beneficial. 
Um, if you've already received a loan, then we have some, some different uh, rules that, that kind of apply here. We have a, a lower number of employees that you are required to have in order to show that you're a small business. Um, so you need to have 300 or fewer employees in general with some minor exceptions. Um, you'll also need to show that you were hit kind of in a, in a way by coronavirus. So you need to show a 25% reduction in gross receipts, um, you know, quarter over quarter. And, and that's something that we can kind of work through and, and check on in, in terms of eligibility. So the top line here is really that, you know, this is opening back up and it's, it's something that's going to once again be really beneficial for a number of organizations to weather the storm here. Excellent, excellent. Well, what, what should be... Um, the company's next steps to do for those that are interested in these PPP loans? Yeah, uh, a few steps to take here. I mean, uh, one is certainly to uh, speak with, you know, the bank that, you know, you, you, you've been working with. Likely, if you've already had a PPP loan, you're probably going back to them. If you haven't gotten one before, you know, you're, you might be looking for one. You know, obviously start with one. You have a relationship is a, is a good idea. Um, and there are a number of SBA lenders out there. But you know, also I would recommend, you know, contact your attorney. I mean, you know, obviously we've been working on this since the spring. We're up on the rules. We're happy to help confirm eligibility and, and really and do whatever we can to, to maximize the loan amount, make sure that it's fully forgiven. So feel free to get in touch. Perfect. And what is that contact information for Foster Swift? Absolutely. So you can, uh, you can reach me by email at tgast at fosterswift.com or my uh, phone number, which is 517-371-8238. Perfect. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Thank you. Excellent. Once again, we've been speaking with Taylor Gass, an associate. He's a business, tax, and cyber law lawyer with Foster Swift, Collins & Smith, uh, PC attorneys, uh, Lansing, Michigan, but also Southfield, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Holland, and St. Joseph's, Michigan. We'll be back with more. Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.